it's prime time, so you know that Jesus reigns. We hear the word and we never be the same. We speak the truth and we never play it. Welcome to Primetime Faith, the podcast that helps young people to live by faith and keeps you informed of current events from a biblical perspective. Well, on today's episode, I'm excited to have a young man that I have known since he was a child and he is now straight grown. Uh, in the military, and most of all, I think what's important, he's still uh, walking with the Lord. I want to welcome everyone to the podcast here on Primetime Faith, DJ Thomason. What's going on, bro? What's going on, sir? It's all good, man. It's all good. So let's get right into it. Tell everybody, first of all, before we talk about your military experience, what was it like being a Christian for you in your high school days? Oh, man. Okay. So, like, for me, um, I guess it was kind of, I mean, for I always knew that I grew up in the church. Uh, Mom always had us in the church. So I kind of already knew, like, uh, right from wrong. Um, I knew the word. Um, but then, then again, it was kind of difficult because you always wanted to, like, try to fit in with the crowd and try to make friends. Um, so it was kind of like, for me, it was kind of like a a balance in a way. But, like, I knew I couldn't do certain things. Like, don't go too far because you know what is right, what's not wrong. But at the same time, I just, like, I need these friends, you know? But, again, like I said, I, I knew, like, when they do certain stuff, like, hey, I know I, um, y'all know I can't do this type thing right there. But um, other than that, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Besides, it was just, like, the crowd, I guess, that was making it a little difficult. But So that was your biggest challenge, just dealing with your peers? Right. Okay. Let me ask you this. Sometimes I talk to a lot of young people. Did you enjoy, or, and I know you still do, but did you enjoy being a Christian when you were young? Definitely. Um, Because I know, uh, say when I was in like a a backslid stage or whatever, like you were always, for me personally, I would always be like worried about certain stuff, like worried about what's going to happen next. Like if I say if I were to pass away right now like I was always on the edge but then when I knew when I was on my good walk with Christ like repentant and back on the right track I knew for sure that I was okay like I wasn't worried about anything I just knew uh, that I had faith and I just trusted in him like I wasn't had any worries or any fears so I just knew like walking with him um, it was amazing in my high school years just like trusting in him so that's what's up so let's let's go back a little bit so your junior senior year I remember me and you having those conversations and you trying to figure out what you wanted to do uh, with your life and what did God want you to do and acknowledging him and figuring out the path he wanted you to go. What was that time of your life like? Oh, man. So at the time, uh, so my plan from, well, my plan didn't even, I wasn't even like really acknowledging God's plan. Like I was like, okay, I want to do this. I want to do that, which is like, I want to go to college and I want to run track and, um, and do stuff in that area. Um, uh, going straight and forward with that. Like then I, you know, a few years went down the line, I ended up getting hurt. 
and stuff like that and I wasn't able to uh, to run track for in college and that was just a difficult time for me and I was just like you know praying like God like is is this like is this a sign that this just wasn't for me um but yeah I you know I still pursued to uh wanted to go to school and do certain you know just finish out because I didn't want to just be sitting at home or whatnot mm-hmm. um so I went you know I went off to school uh honestly still thinking okay is this the, is good this is God plan for me um because it was a little difficult and trials kept coming up and situations were happening and I just went still kept praying kept praying like God what is like is this really what you know best for me like what is you what is your will um and I feel like he just spoke to me about joining the military and I definitely I definitely feel like this was definitely what my calling because if it if it like I got the chance to just uh witness to other people like across the world in a way and I feel like if I was still in school and like running track I wouldn't ever got this chance so i feel like me getting hurt was I don't, I don't know i guess it's like god's plan in a way to like uh let me know like hey trust me you know not just go on your own uh just continue to trust in me and keep me first and i will show you your right direction man that's good i think sometimes I've seen so many young people in high school, they may be athletes and they get hurt and they feel like their life is just totally ruined <laughs> Right. and they experience depression and so many other things. But I love to tell young people, it's so important to make sure that you are connected to God, you're praying, you're seeking him because he will direct your path. Right. So you ended up deciding through prayer to go into the military. For those who may be listening, whether they're parents or young people, and they're kind of on the fence, they only hear the perspective from, let's say, a recruiter or someone that wants them to join that may have been in their family. What was that basic training like? Where did you have to go and what did you have to deal with from a Christian perspective and a physical perspective? Uh, So. First. Um, I guess I started like when I'm first about to join. Um, when I was about to join, like I would, at first I didn't tell anybody. Like I didn't tell mom, my dad, like nobody, because I wanted for sure to know that this was my plan that God has. You know, this was God's plan that He had for me. Um, and then when I once I realized, okay, this is actually this is God's plan. So that's you know I told them and um, I told them, like I told mom like you know like a month before, so that, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, so yeah, now I got sent off to Lackland, uh, San Antonio, Texas, uh, for Air Force uh, basic training. Um, at first, it was—I guess it's, for me, it wasn't more. It was—I didn't have a difficult time with like the physical part of training because I was already in shape and athletic. Uh, I guess it was just more of the the mental part, like you just have to learn how to like you know just get yelled at all the time, wow. about silly stuff. Uh, you can be walking too slow and you know you'll probably get you get yelled at <laughs> uh, it'll just be like silly stuff there's like why are you yelling but i mean they're just in a way i guess trying to break you in quote unquote mm-hmm. uh, um but i definitely grew with my walk with christ while i was in basic because they um they let you like read your bibles and stuff like that and they have extra bibles if you you know somebody didn't bring them so they let you have your uh you know your little quiet time and whatnot so 
you will have times where you'll probably be like working on like certain like folding your clothes or doing laundry or something like I would use times like that to just sit in my little corner and just like read and reflect um and just continue to just trust God through that process because it definitely was not not easy mentally for me it just wasn't like we'd get like our phone calls and then like you know I'll be calling home to mom and be like ah uh, like I don't know like this is this is this is a little tough mentally and she, <laughs> you know she always was like you know you got it son like you make it through the end like you know she was definitely that pusher um for me on the outside as well uh, that I'm grateful for um also with my dad he was uh helping me out with that as well um but you definitely make a lot of good good friends and brothers uh if you're female going there sisters like you guys are all in it together okay uh, now I had a couple of people over the years that went into the military and I know anytime you're away from home how long was basic training before you got to make your first trip home uh, so for me, since I went through, I was the first group to actually go through the COVID uh, BMT basic training. So it was kind of different for us, like as far as our weeks. Um, it's normally like eight, eight and a half weeks for us. It was only like six, six and a half. Mm. So uh, it wasn't, it felt like forever <laughs> when I was in there. But uh, yeah, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't that long because we, you know, we went through a, a different time. So. Yeah, with the COVID and everything. Right. So I've had some people tell me in the military, man, they were young, away from home for the first time, two and three months. And they were just telling me it's so many different types of people you meet and different type temptations. I had one young person tell me, they were like, Pastor Baker, when, when you get out here in the military, once you have all this free time, People just start drinking, just getting high, don't have nothing else to do. Did you oh, have any of those experiences or seeing other young people deal with that? And it just encouraged you if you did to make sure that you don't get caught up? Definitely. It's oh uh, it's so for what I didn't have I didn't really have the homesick going in because I, you know, already had went off to school, so I kinda like already adapted, kind of been away from home for me. Um but as far as when I got to like my station and training school after BMT, people definitely were so quick to just go drinking and just because they're homesick or maybe they was depressed or they always look straight to drinking. Even in the operational world, like people, we go to work and immediately after work, people, young adults literally just, you know, just go straight to the, the drinking, which is just so sad because um, we have different programs and stuff for us um but i feel like in general it's kind of like military in a way is probably kind of like double-sided i guess depending on where you at uh they definitely allow you to drink depending on if you're overseas um if the legal age is 18 then you can drink at 18 overseas um mm. so they kind of have a double standard i guess of the duis but they still let you you know allow you to drink which um i think that's kind of crazy but um it's just for me, I definitely, since I grew up, I had my background in, in the church and uh, I knew right from wrong. And the, I was, just, I was, for one, I was never the drinker anyway. So it's just, I don't know, again, it's just that even though you try to let people know that you don't have to run to the drinking mm -hmm. um, to find peace and uh, to be happy and just, you know, and sometimes they listen, sometimes they don't. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you plant those seeds, and I think that's what it's about. So you come home, you're still in the States. When did you find out that you were going to be shipped to another country? And where did you go for your first tour? Or I don't know if that's the right terminology, but when you were had to go to another country, what country did you go to? And what was your mindset? Um, so I found out uh, tech school when I was learning my job. Um, that I was going overseas. Oh, and let me back up, DJ. Let me back up. What branch of the military are we talking about here? Uh, Air Force. Air Force. Good. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, go ahead. He's good. Um, so I found out in tech school, when you're in tech school, you make like a, uh, this is for Air Force, so you make a, a dream sheet uh, where you would like to go. So you'll do eight, um, eight slides, eight spots on the state side and eight spots on the overseas side. So I did um, all of the overseas sides, um, I left stateside completely blank. blank. Um, I wanted to get overseas. <laughs> I definitely want to get overseas so I can just experience that and travel and um, just see what's all over there. But yeah, my first base was United Kingdom, um, England. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. Like it was, it was, uh, it was a great experience. Um, getting there and trying to find, trying to plug into a church was a little difficult difficult for me because. All I knew about was um, the churches on base. And um, for me, I just personally, I just wasn't feeling the base, the church bases. So um, eventually, like when I got my car and stuff, I just did like my own research and my own traveling to other different uh, churches. And I ended up finding the right one that I felt like was the best fit for me. Um, okay. That was in line with the God's word. So, so you're over in another country. Were you able to keep up with some of your friends over in the States? How was it talking to your parents? Uh, how did you communicate? What is that like? Because you may have some young people that are thinking about going into the military and they want to travel. What is it that they can expect? And what were some of your experiences when it came up to uh, your friends back home, talking to your parents, uh, staying motivated, as well as keeping your relationship with Christ in a good place? So I would say um, keeping the connection with your family is a big thing. Um, what I did was always use like FaceTime or well, like Messenger, um, Facebook Messenger. There's an app called WhatsApp that people use overseas a lot. That's pretty much all you'll use. Say if you were to get stationed overseas at whatever base, you're going to have WhatsApp is a thing that most people get in contact with. Okay. Um, so when I first got, obviously it was England is a six, five, six hours um, times ahead of over here in the state. So it was so difficult trying to figure out uh, our time schedules on when to call home and uh, people at work, people maybe sleep. Um, they may call and I may be sleep. Like it was just kind of, <laughs> it was just kind of difficult at first, but. Um, eventually you'll find the, the groove of it um, but again like if you you know when you're struggling you're down and out just you have your you know when you get off of work or before work you just have your quiet time with God and just really pray to him when you're going you know when you're down or you may be feeling homesick and depressed just continue to trust in him because um, it's like even if you don't have any friends like God he'll he still be there he's your, he literally is your friend um through it all so you know just trusting him uh when things get hard like if you can't call your family or any or friends back home because it's the time difference um 
you know, you have you can make friends over, you know, where you at on your base or whatnot. But most importantly, obviously, just trust God and just call on His name, and He'll be there for you. So that's it. That's it. So, what country are you in now, bro? Um, so I'm currently stationed in Turkey. Good uh, God. <laughs> but before, before Turkey, I did. While well, I did deploy to Kuwait, which is in the Middle East, before I um, left Turkey. Um, so that was like only six months in the desert. Uh, mm. Was that was a that was a good experience too as well. So let me ask you this. I, I know I've talked to you about this personally, but what is it like being black in Kuwait, in England, in Turkey? Let our people know because we don't see that many images of black people <laughs> right. on TV in Turkey, bro. <laughs> right, of course. In England. I mean, we got the you know Netflix shows and so forth. What's it like being a young man over there that, that's black? Um, I would say in starting off with England because that was my first base. England, it really just depends what part. I guess when you're when we were stationed like where bases is definitely not that many color people. But if you go to uh, London, London is where it's like all the, like it's so diverse. Like it's, when I first went to London, I was like, wow, like this is this many black people. Like <laughs> like this is, it was it was crazy. It was like wow, okay, that's a whole nother level than like different parts of England. Um, but going to Kuwait. Um, is definitely so they're not they're not like black they're they're colored but they're not like they're just a little bit lighter it's kind of like a a dusky like look yeah 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 so some of them are dark but some of them are just the dusky type color um i you know i barely saw any any caucasian people over there but um and then turkey is pretty much the same as well Okay. It's, it's, yeah. So, wasn't no, no black women over there? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I really, I really didn't really see any, unless they were. Because some people, uh, you know, some American, some American people went over there that I saw. That oh, okay. Some tours. Yeah. Or no, like contractors. I guess like actual okay. contractors, like um, were out there, but. It's some places, bro. It's some places. I just want to see a sister. I, I would love to see a sister in Kuwait or... or... Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I barely saw. <laughs> oh, man. Not in Kuwait. Well, for one, a lot of people in Kuwait, a lot of the women wear... Uh, I forgot what they wear. Like, they cover up their whole... Mm -hmm. I forgot the name of them. They cover up their whole body and see nothing but their eyes. So a lot of them wear that over there. So you really can't really tell for most because, part. Because it's a Muslim country. Right. So the whole country is literally... Is, is Muslim, so okay. Uh, wow, yeah, that's what's up, man. So, what what are some of the cons or things that you don't like about being in the military? Before I let you go, uh, because I want to try to give people a, a well-rounded perspective uh, of some things that they may not know. What are some things you don't like, whether it be just from a humanistic or a Christian standpoint? Um, for me, I guess, and this is, I guess, it's for Air Force. So, so many, the branches are different, and all of them are just different. But I guess, certain how leadership, in a way, responds to certain situations. Say, mm. if, uh, for instance, someone says one of my flight were to get, they got in trouble, they were to get a DUI. Mm -hmm. Um. 
everyone in the whole squadron will literally get in trouble because this one person and it will be like well none of y'all were like what if we don't even know this person and mm-hmm. they would like expect us to be there for this person and we didn't even know this person even existed wow type thing. so like we all would get in trouble because they would think okay well y'all didn't help out this person but it's like you know we don't know who this person is we didn't know if they were in trouble they didn't call anybody type thing um so that's like one thing i kind of don't agree with in a way um then another one with the whole they're all for drinking and throwing parties that always have like leadership that have get-togethers with like drinking and stuff like all types of stuff but then they have like i said a double standard thing where they'll get upset if someone get a dui or someone gets sexual harassed or assaulted because of the you know being drunk or whatnot so that's like another thing mm-hmm. um so it's, it's just kind of kind of hard in that area because mm-hmm. they'll allow it but then you'll get penalized if you make wrong choices right. doing it right yeah that sounds but like life <laughs> oh wow so man we're gonna get ready to let you go dj how important has it been to you to make sure that even though you're away from your parents even though you're away from your home church it makes me kind of think of like daniel and the hebrew boys how they were taken captive to another country but yet they still trusted god they still worshiped him how important is it to you to make sure you keep your connection to god and what would you say to young people or young adults that are struggling right now with their uh relationship with god what are some things that you do to make sure you stay connected and i'm not saying you're perfect or flawless but right. I would like for you to just share some of your experiences and your thoughts on that. Um, for one, stay just stay in the stay in the word, stay in the church. Uh, when you if you do work, say if you were to go off to school or military or whatever, stay connected. Um, I definitely stayed connected with before I found like my church off base. I stayed connected with um, the teaching that we're on. APR, like the YouTube channels, like all y'all messages that y'all post. So I'm definitely grateful and thankful for that. Um, even though it didn't feel the same because I wasn't there physically, mm-hmm. um, I definitely appreciated those teachings that definitely helped me out. Um, just stay connected, try to find uh, the right group of people to connect with. Um, definitely strive to find real uh, Christ minded followers because um, there, there can be tricky ones out there that they may say they are a Christ follower but you can tell by the fruit that they bear is definitely not showing it's just not adding up so definitely find and that can lead lead you astray um, mm-hmm. so definitely stay connected in that area because um, it definitely can be tough you're out here on your own away mm-hmm. from family away from what you grew up in how your type of church is because it's definitely hard to find the kind of church I grew up in mm-hmm. overseas or off somewhere. So you really just um, don't go based off the how they worship, how they, uh, oh, they may worship the kind of way. This is how I love, this is how I like, I like how they worship style, but just make sure you really pay attention to the, the message. Mm-hmm. Cause if the message is not lining up with the word of God, it's kind of beating the whole purpose, you know? So, yeah. cause not every church is a God's church, God, you know, my God's church. So just gotta be careful in that area. That's good. So just really make sure you're discerning. Make sure you're watching the company that you keep. 
and make sure you're listening to the word and, and praying and so forth. Man, that's some great, great advice there. Man, I appreciate you spending some time with me here on the podcast. Of course, of course. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I know you listen on your own, but man, I got you on here. <laughs> man, that's what's up, bro. Keep it up. Keep up the great work, man. We're proud of you. Of course, you know we're praying for you and uh, just expecting greater things from you. So keep it up, DJ. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you share it with a friend and join me next time right here on Primetime Faith. Peace.